What is up, everybody? This is Recap Rewind. I'm JLag, and I'm here with NB. And this episode is recapping and reviewing Versace episode four, um, and it's titled "House by the Lake." And guys, don't forget to stick around for the end of the episode because we're gonna go through our recap roundups, our best moments, our MVPs, our LVPs. So make sure you stick around for that. Yeah, what did you think of the episode? So I think this was a really unique episode. So I think we even talked about it when we first started this podcast uh, for this series. And we wondered why they started with Versace and then they like kind of backtracked. So every episode, it seems in the past couple episodes, it's taking it like murder by murder. So last week's was Lee Miglin's. And then this is uh, and- Jeff Trails and David Madsen's murder, which is the very first one that he commits. Yeah. So it's almost like it's going backwards. Right. Why do you think, like, just out of curiosity, like, why do you think they did the Lee Miglin murder first? Right. That's and what, then and that's they what did I mean. This. Like, I was wondering why, like, after episode two, we didn't see the very first murders. Yeah. Like, I get why the Versace like, was the first one. Right. But, like, then why, like, why is Lee the second one? Because maybe it's, like, the most known. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure why they did it that way because I'm assuming after this episode, we're going to be going back to Versace. Yeah, I think it's about time that we see Versace. Yeah. You know what it is, too, actually? I think, like, I don't know. Like, they could have definitely been interchangeable. I'm not really sure what the reason why because they, like, it doesn't really matter which one. I don't know. I think this episode, honestly, when I got to the end, A, I was so emotional. But B, like, it was almost like a standalone episode. Like, it was really, there was something really just beautiful about it. So unique. So unique. And the Lee Miglin, I just felt like it was a part of Versace. But I almost felt like this episode was, like, on its own. Like, it could honestly be, like, a short film. Like, that was it. Like, it was just really beautiful. And it sort of had a beginning and then it had an end, right? And that was, that's it. So, based on that, it really does tell the story of... It really focuses on David Madsen, the the the, the person, the real person, yeah, and yeah. really delves into his life and even gives him a really emotional backstory. Um, so, what did you think about just that as an overall? Piece so I to, noticed, piece I noticed, to. guys, and I wonder if you guys feel the same way. The first episode with like the Versace and the Miami, like I ended up watching it like maybe like two or three times over, just because like I loved all the visuals and just like the vibe of it all. These last two episodes with like Lee Miglin and then now him, like I can't even fathom going back and watching it because it was just so sad They're and so emotional. Like it was like too much. It was yeah. like I, I don't want to go back there. It was it's a really dark place. Yeah. Um, there's even nothing... though it was shot, it's not like it was like this gritty like dead. No, no, not at but all. But it was just it's like just, a very sad story diving... because you know that it ends in murder. Yeah, and like you're death. diving into his psyche a lot. Like he's really messed up. Mm-hmm. He's just really pathetic. Like there's nothing redeeming about anything of like anything. Right. So it's just like it's it was hard to get through. It was really sad knowing that like he's gonna die in the end. Yeah, exactly. So we'll talk about. I just want to talk about like the very high level moments of what happens, but I really do want to talk about because um, this episode, I think more than any episode so far, has really made me question fact versus fiction. Mm. You know, because I feel like why there do was, you say that? I just feel like there's so much dramatization. There's so many things that happened in this episode that. Like, you don't really know if any of these things actually happened. Like, you know, any moment where they're in a public space, you can say, like, okay, yeah, there was probably evidence that they were seen here and seen here. Yeah. But beyond that, actual conversations. All those conversations, all the writing that was done on the inside of it. Yeah. um, It makes me wonder 
uh, I mean, I, like, we'll never really know, I'm assuming. We'll never really know if those stories were, or those conversations were had. But I wanted to ask you how you felt about how they wrote, you know, David and how they told this story. I think this was the first time where I was like, I get it. I get that they have to make up these moments. They don't know if they're real or not. Um, because I was waiting for that moment, especially in the end when, like, he basically calls him out. Like, he calls out Andrew. Yeah. He's like, you're like a fake. Like, like I I had to see that scene. I was waiting for that scene. And we don't even know if it happened, like, in that moment, obviously. But, like, right. it's necessary. You know? Like, I get it. It doesn't always feel right. But this one, I was like, I get it. I, I get why they have to they have to add context to this. They have to add this dialogue. We don't even know if this is actually, like, what he said. Yeah. You kind of just have to, like, like, believe it. Yeah. That's true. I mean... I guess the facts are they did run away together. I think for the most part, yeah, like they do try to keep on the timeline. Like when people are seeing him outside, they must have actually seen him, right? Like that lady at the pit stop who like books him. Right. Right. Uh, like books David. I'm sure that actually happened, right? Like Yeah. So so yeah, in that in that particular situation, that's what I mean. Like we can only use those for certain public visual cues to know where they were and what was going yeah. on. Otherwise, we'll never really know what the situation really was. Was it tumultuous? Was it you know? Was it really like you know David trying to escape every five seconds? Like was he really just kind of going along with it because he was so terrified? Like um, I just uh, the question that I just have for you, NB, is like, were you did you like the way that it was all laid out? I did. I did. I appreciated it. Were and there like, any things again, that like, you would were there any things that you would say that you that would I would do differently? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I th- I don't think so. I, I really, like Sorry, no. go ahead. No, no. I think it was really beautiful and like the first one with Lee made me question it a lot, maybe because I wasn't like used to it or something, but this one I was like, okay, like I have to just believe that like this is what he's saying in this moment. You know what I mean? Like I had just you just kind of have to believe it. I feel like it's and more it just, just for like such beautiful st- moments. Yeah, it was just for story purposes. You know, in all honesty, I really think that out of all the episodes, even versus if you want to pit it against uh, last week's episode, they really did one of one of the most amazing tributes to this, uh, you know, murder victim essentially, right? Like David Matson. And I think I think that's where you sort of like, like you have to find the balance of okay, we're gonna tell the story of Andrew Kinnanen, but like also we have to sort of depict this really like almost beautiful picture of these victims too you know of course absolutely and this was one of those episodes yeah so so yeah so just right off the top i was just like i was just shocked that i didn't know like i had read about it but i I guess i forgot that like i thought he killed them both in the apartment like i didn't know that they actually like drove away and like right and like did a road trip so i was just shocked even at that Yeah. yeah yeah same i mean i didn't know anything about the story so uh, just to see that he left David alive for a lot longer yeah. than Jeff. I was like, Whoa. I thought he killed them both at the same time, like boom, boom, and like, yeah. and then he like dipped. So speaking of which, we start this the whole episode off with that first and initial murder. So I guess it t- starts off with David turning down Andrew's proposal, marriage yeah. proposal, yeah. and then he has to he decides to like orchestrate this whole situation where. Um, the character, or the, not the character, but the person's name is Jeff Trail, um, played by Finn. Uh, Finn, yeah. what's his name? Finn. Uh, Whatever his name is. Yeah. He was the one in uh, American Horror Story uh, yeah. a couple seasons ago. 
um, super handsome. And so he played Jeff and he had to pick him up from downstairs. And then as soon as they get back into the apartment, he beats him to death. Uh, Andrew beats him to death with a, with a hammer. And in this scene, in this shot, it shows David basically completely paralyzed uh, by fear. And also because he's like in front of the door. And uh, yeah, it was just like a very terrifying moment. What did you think of how they portrayed that whole situation? What I was thinking was in this moment, I was like, guys, he sounds so psycho right now. Like even, even before, like even before he went to pick up Finn from like the door, like I'm like, he legit sounds like a psycho and a weirdo. Like, how are you guys all friends with him? Like, I don't understand how nobody booked his, like, weirdness. Right. And And that's what I keep questioning. I'm like, but guys, he's, like, blatantly, like, weird. But, I mean, here's the thing, right? Like, and it starts to make you question, like, your own friends and, like, your own life. And if you've ever met a freaking psychopath. But, like... You never really know, like, you you see some people and you're like, oh, yeah, that person's kind of weird, or that kind of person's kind of, like, quirky, but you never think they're going to be violent and murderous, you know yeah. what I mean? But, so, like, like maybe, but what I'm maybe saying maybe is, that like, aspect of him came out of nowhere, like, how, how was David to know that he was going to have some violent tendencies and, like, b- literally bring a hammer down on But, like, guy? I'm just saying in that moment, like, he already sounded psycho, like, he was being weird, so right. I'm like... I don't know. Maybe they're just like making it more obvious because like do, we yeah, know that he's a psycho. I yeah, I definitely feel like they made they wrote him a little bit more crazy. Like but. he's not charming at all. Like I don't see this charming side of who he is. No, they keep talking about it, but he ain't charming. Like he's he's weird. Right. I mean, I mean that in that diner scene that you were just talking about with David and him at the very end, he does say yes, that he like he alludes to it. But I'm like, but we didn't see that part of him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Do you think that they're gonna go even further back? I mean, I would love that to be honest. Like, I really would. But I think I would have started that. I would have showed that first. Like, like make me fall in love with Andrew a little bit, and then take me down this really fucked up path. But right. now I'm like, I already hate him, and like he's done all this like crazy things like i don't know if i would like believe that now at this point you know what i mean to that point actually maybe that's the reason why they they did it the way they did it because you they don't want you to feel any sympathy for a murderer who killed five people you know what i mean there's that moment that but that's the most interesting thing is like making you feel things that like you would normally feel but we already know by episode you know one that this guy is a sociopath like he doesn't even know how to shed emotion but then you see it in episode four this episode where they're sitting in the bar and he starts to cry and i'm like but why are you humanizing him now in episode four where i'm realizing that this guy's a psycho like literal psychopath going around killing people without any feeling um by the end of the episode like do you think that like the fact that they kind of flipped the story so it showed the beginning in episode four and kind of like the end piece in episode one it shows him turning more and more into this like uh you know like this heartless well i want to see psychopath i still want to see because when we open in this episode he's already crazy like he has it in his head that he's gonna kill this guy i want to see like where he was before like like where did you go from like being a person to like now i'm gonna kill this guy right right his first ever murder so you you do want to see all those ins and outs i guess i still want to see it yeah I don't know. I just feel like I, it's not that I don't want to see it. It's like, more just like at the end of the day, he still killed these people. And I saw all these murders. I really don't want to get even deeper into his his psychosis because yeah. I don't want to give him an excuse for what he did. No, no, there's no excuse anyways. But I'm trying to think also, like, how are they going to spread these episodes out? And I guess there's still like a lot of more story to tell. Yeah. 
I mean, so, I'm wondering. I'm wondering whether or not they're going to be going and jumping back to the Versace storyline. I think they have to. I think they have to. They can. Yeah. They can only avoid Versace for like only like a short amount of time before they have to go back to him. Like he is kind of the the flashy part of the show, right? This episode, I totally forgot that I was watching Versace. Like, yeah, completely. I completely forgot that yeah. I was watching the assassination of. Johnny That's what Versace. I mean. Like, it's a it's such a like beautiful standalone like piece. Like, totally. So yeah, as we're going along with this, we we can talk a little bit about the the police investigation and how they done fucked everything up too. You yeah. Know, so basically, what, so basically, just to like quickly summarize, he kills the first guy, right? He kills that guy. Yeah. And then basically, he convinces David to like dip the the condo, or whatever. He's like, we need to go. Like, they're gonna like find us here, right? right? And then he, they he convinces leave. him saying like, you know, and that was an interesting motif in this episode too, is he says a lot of things that persuade him saying like, we're gay, you're not going to be accepted, sure. they're going to see this as like a really bad situation. He's so using fear. He's using he's fear using to control fear. him. But and I so think many- David was just like messed up. Like he just saw like his friend die. Like right. he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. So the only person that he can turn to at this point in time is Andrew. Yeah. For those answers. But, you know, it's really, really messed up to see that, you know, in a sense, Andrew was kind of right. You know, like when you see the police actually come up and show up, they do have their presumptions. They do have these like ideas of what being gay is. And, you know, like even them finding all the pornography and all these like sex toys and stuff, they're like, oh, it's like this situation. Like, you know, those gays, they're like about that weird life, you know? Yeah. So you can tell that there's this obvious and very innate um, stereotype and judgment that's coming through these police who are technically supposed to be neutral and like not supposed to see this as like oh well they got themselves into some sort of trouble and this person murdered this person because they're all open sex people or whatever you know what it is like yeah you know this episode definitely shows and it's that mirroring that underlining uh concept throughout episode one to four that the police at this time of uh you know in this in the 80s or no the late the 90s, 90s yeah um they still have these very negative presumptions of uh gay men so basically what happens is uh one of his co-workers comes over to his house and she's like he would never like miss work without calling can i go into his condo and like check on him da, da, da. anyway so they she gets in they see like blood marks yeah, yeah. They see the body of that of Finn like wrapped up, but they don't. They think that it's him. They think, they that, think it's that it's David. like David. And, and then, then the, the cops show up. Yeah. Right. The cops show up. They start investigating. Um, and then I think at one point the cops like we can't keep going on because David's the killer. Right. We don't have a search warrant to be here. We're like we can't like mess up this case. Let's, let's leave now. Book. Yeah. Let's do it by the book, and they're like, "Dude, like we're in an we're in the middle of an investigation. There's like a dead body. Like, how are you just gonna leave?" Yeah, I don't know. He's like, "No, no, no." He's like, "Let's dip." Yeah, and um, and it's interesting because they make the assumption that it wasn't David or it wasn't um David who was the murderer. It was the one who killed Andrew. Like in the very beginning, the investigator is uh he gets all his facts wrong because he's like oh the guy in the rug right now is dark haired and so is andrew is andrew so so then david means, killed andrew and yeah dipped yeah so um 
I'm, they're I'm, just making assumptions, which is fine. Like, what are they supposed to think? Yeah, like, that makes sense. But I'm wondering But, like, how whether, about you, like, open the body up and, like, check who it actually is? Right. I mean, that's they don't figure that out until a little bit later. And I think that's what it is. It shows that in the initial investigation, they got their facts wrong. So how could they put an APB out for the right person? Yes, exactly. You know, exactly. they can't be like, yo, David. They're just there. wasting time. Like, they, yeah. like you just see it like even a day goes by like it's already a day lost like you guys could have like done something it's so true. True. they're just very lax they don't really care like they're like no no whatever so it's just showing you again like all the holes and all the things that they're like kind of skipping over right um and then i think eventually they do come back right they they do investigate the body and then they uh like find out that it's not him um but before that we start to see some amazing uh david flashbacks with his dad yeah um which are kind of interspersed throughout the episode um to really give him a really amazing backstory in a in a really beautiful way in my opinion um what did you think of those beautiful what did you think it was beautiful it was totally necessary it was they were they were beautiful um they made you feel for him even more um and i think they're based in truth because i'm sure like the dad like spoke to that like i'm sure he could he like could say those moments. And, yeah, I'm sure, know, like, right? He came so, out to me this way. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, they were beautiful. I loved them. Um, so, so in the meanwhile, while they're figuring out that it's not uh, Andrew, Andrew and David are now kind of like off doing God knows what. And they end up at a bar. So that's like one pivotal scene, I think, right? Yeah. Where David tries to break through the bathroom window yes. to get what out. What did you think of that? So, um, well, he doesn't. He ends up going back, and I, yeah. I'm not. I, I think it's just because in that moment he's hearing Andrew's voice, like in the back of his mind, saying, "Like, I don't think I can run because what am I going to do? Who's going to believe me? Who's going to believe man? you?" Yeah, yeah, I think that's that's the scariest thing. Is like, yeah, he can run away, but like, are they actually going to think that he didn't kill that guy? Like, right. it's crazy. Because I, I kept far. forgetting. I kept forgetting. Like, there's like a dead body in his apartment. Right. So, but the fear, but the fear at this point in time, you know, it's it's really really tough because you really wonder if if he grew up and lived in a world where he felt like he was safe as a gay man, would he have just dipped from from time and said like, let me go straight to the police right now because I know I'm going to be protected by them regardless, and they'll do their due diligence to make sure that I was innocent in all of this, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, is it is it him being a gay man or is it him just being like? Oh shit! Like they're gonna think I killed someone. Plus that he's gay. Like right. I think it's I think it's everything. Maybe also that like he has no idea where the f he is in the world. Like where is where do they just drive through? Like yeah, we're in the world. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. He he also seems like a pretty like he was a really like well known architect. Like he's a smart guy. Like I'm sure there's always a way out like you like your alternative to what stay with a killer yeah that's, like come that's, on man that's what i was thinking too i was like you're either gonna be going to jail potentially or you're gonna die you're gonna get killed exactly like, or uh, those are your only options so th- that's the thing like i feel like when you see these moments you wonder how tight of a leash andrew had on him because my worry is that you know you don't want to see this david like david's character being portrayed on the show to be like oh he was weak he had so many opportunities to leave and he just like decided not to i would have maybe rather have seen him you know really like have have so much control over david and what he was doing at every single moment that he couldn't get away so i wonder if that moment was actually real 
Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. We don't know. We're not um, gonna know. Yeah. But and and I was I talked about it a little bit earlier just now. But I was saying, you know, this is the one moment that we see Andrew break down and cry when he hears the woman singing that song. Yeah. I forget what the song is, but but he starts crying again. How did you feel about seeing him cry? I mean, I didn't give a shit. I was like, you're still a killer. But that and that's what like, I mean. Like it just shows you, yeah, he has emotions. Obviously, he has emotions. We know that. That's why he's so cray cray. Because he can't keep his emotions in check. Like, he's gone through shit in his life. I get that. I know that. I'm sure he's seen some really messed up things. But, like, you're still a killer. I don't care. You're still a murderer. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, we all have have feelings, of course. But, like, why do I have to feel for you in this moment in time? Yeah, no. No, no, no. Yeah. So, anyway. um, Then we get another major scene. And we just talked about it a little bit earlier, too. But we can delve into it now. Um, Andrew and David at the diner. That was like yeah. one of the oh, last major So yeah. David basically he's like, I remember when I first met you, and you think this is going in a very positive like way. No, I I knew you right knew. away. I was like, he, yeah, he's like, I'm like, he's gonna book him. He's gonna say all that time. I thought you were like this, and like you're a fake. Cause, you lied cause, to me. Because it had to get to a point in the episode where he says it. Because this whole time, David's kind of just like saying, okay, 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 okay. I'm like, he can't just say okay and then, like, die. He needs to, like, somehow still book Andrew. Like fight back at some yeah, point. Yeah, at some point, right? So, so basically, he's like, yeah, you know, when I saw you, like, you were with your, all your rich friends. And, like, I was alone, the small town boy. And, and like, Andrew's, like, fe- feeling himself so yeah, hard. He's like, yeah. yeah, like, I gave you a drink and, like, I wanted you to come <laughs> over. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God, he's so annoying. And then, like, that very last, like, paragraph of lines was, like, you lied to me the entire time you're fake you don't know who you are like you're you're just like this like empty shell or whatever um and yeah that was the end of that sequence Um, yeah no it was such a crazy it was a really good scene and you can tell andrew he's getting more angry like right he's like what's your problem like why why are you like why are you saying why why are you like destroying like my like this dream that we can have together or whatever so he's getting pissed off that like he's basically fighting back at this point in time so the final scene, because like now we're at the end of the episode, yeah. the final sequence is um, and uh, David and Andrew driving, and David finally just like flips his shit in, like in the car, and he tries to like beat him like, up. Like I don't know what he what tries he to like steer the car off the road. I guess right. So and then so this is the one thing that I will say. Like regardless of if this was fact or fiction, this is the one part of the story where I really wasn't okay with how they wrote it because I was like, all these moments this guy has to like dip and run away, and this is the moment that you guys decide to write him as a very aggressive person. Like, well, who don't does forget. That? Do well, you don't do forget. That? Like, like would you don't forget? He do just that? saw someone die. I think that that first those first two days. He was really like maybe just in shock still. Like he didn't understand what was happening. Right. And so it takes him a couple of days to be like, what the fuck? Like, I don't want to be here though. Like, I want to get out of here. Right. And we see him try to escape when they're in the in the forest when they slept in the car. Right. Like he was gonna run away at that point. That's and then true. like Andrew caught him. So like you can see him like slowly deciding that like he does wanna leave. Right. You know? Yeah. I so guess I guess it fair. just happens in the car, you know? And like in a really bad moment. Yeah. Then- and uh, maybe he's trying to kill him. Like, he wants to kill Andrew. True. And, like, that's the only way he knows how to, like, get the car off the road or whatever. Right. So then he strongholds him, and then Andrew has a gun. So he just pulls over to the side of the road, and uh, 
he kind of gets to this area and i guess that's why it's called house by the lake because there's a little shed and um this like little grassy path where he takes david and basically like gets him on his knees and is like now you're gonna have to die because you ruined my dream yeah and what did you think of this final sequence Oh, it was just like a lot. So it was emotional. Like really this episode yeah. was so emotional. So like, seeing- at first it was amazing. How first of all, I think the actor that played David was like beautiful. Like he was such an such amazing a good actor. Job. Yeah, yeah. And at first he's like pleading with Andrew. He's like, "Don't worry. Like we'll have our life together." Da da da. He's like basically just telling him what he wants to hear, and then it switches. He's like, "No, stop this. You're legit crazy." You're, you're, this isn't going to work. Like, he couldn't even pretend at that point. He couldn't even pretend anymore because he's like, this guy's going to kill me either way. Like, right. I can't even, like, I don't even know what to do anymore. Yeah. And Andrew's like, Andrew's like kind of like believing it, but like not really. Like, his gun's like kind of down, but then it's up. Like, and, uh, and then David just gets closer and closer. And then he finally just says, like, listen, like, this isn't going to happen or whatever. Yeah. And he's just sad. And it's he, like, this, looks down for a second, yeah. And, like, this, like, honestly, one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've seen on an American Crime Story ever. He runs toward this house. Yeah. And it shows Andrew um, shooting him, like, through the back. But, like, he misses. And so then... I wanted them to do this so much. So it was a little predictable the way it was all going to fall down because I like as soon as I like saw him run toward the house, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's going to be a memory. But like yeah. it was still just as heartbreaking to see him like re- mm-hmm. meet, like reach the house, go inside, and then he sees his dad. And it's yeah. like this really, really sad moment. Does he sit down and talk to him? Or yeah, no? no, he sits down and he gives him like a cup of coffee or whatever. And then as soon as he takes a sip, I'm like, oh, shit, like he's dead, like he died. Yeah. Or he got shot. Right. And so then it flashes to, like, the real moment, which is him getting shot for the first, like, you know, shot in the in back. In the back, and then yeah. Just dying. Yeah. Um, and that's how they Well, he, he gets shot in the back, and then he's still breathing, and then Andrew comes over to him and shoots him in the freaking face. Like, right. as if it's not enough, man. Exactly. So freaking sad. Honestly, such a sad, tragic story. Yeah, it was really sad. Um, Like, they wrote it really, really beautifully. So kudos to the team who put this episode together because I was really heartbroken after watching it. And, like, another surprising thing, too, was, like, when the cops do go to David's parents' house, the cops, like, look, like, we think David killed someone. Dad's like, no, 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 like, he would never kill someone. Right. And the cops, like, well, I know more about your son than you do probably. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, oh, the parents don't know that he's gay. Right. But then it cuts to, like, the scene where, like, he's coming out to his dad. It I'm like, oh, so he dad. did. So the dad does know. Okay. Right. Like, it was just a really beautiful, like, there were so many, like, beautiful cutaways. Amazing episode. Like, you know, yeah. it was really, really well done. Really, really well done. Yeah. Um. So let's get to our roundups. Recap roundups. Best, best moment. moment. My best moment is going to go to the diner scene. Uh, just because like I love diner scenes. <laughs> and also um, when he because he calls him out. He's like, you're a fake. You're a fraud. Like, you're crazy. And he, he even says it there. He goes, you're never going to stop. Like, you're not going to stop this. Right. Like, you can't stop. Yeah. You can't stop killing people. I guess. It was a really good scene. Yeah. Mine has to go to the scene with his dad when he comes up to his dad because I thought yeah, it was really, really oh, emotional. That was so emotional. You know, like in the fact that he was like, "Why did you wait all this time to tell me?" And he was like, "I wanted to give you some good news that I got into this architecture school, and then tell you like the bad news that I'm getting." Yeah. You know, it's like this very like typical like really like sad coming out story. Um, but it was cute to see like even the dad saying like, "I need a moment," and like you know, it was yeah, no, it, it was, was really a very cute. real moment. I really liked it. WTF, WTF moment. moment. My WTF moment, I don't know really if I had 
specific one but i think the whole like getaway scene like when they go into the car right just because i didn't think that that actually happened like when i read the story of of how he died i assumed that they were both shot in the apartment and like that was the end of the story yeah so just getting to see this whole episode with like them in the car and then him trying to get away like it was just it so was, your wtf moment was like the whole episode yeah right? basically yeah <laughs> yeah i was like okay this actually happened okay my WCF moment was definitely the first murder because it was so abrupt and so quick. Yeah. Like seeing Finn, I don't know his last name, but like that actor, he's like a well-known actor now. And for him to have not even 10 minutes. But you know it's going to happen. Like you knew that he was going to die. I knew it was going to happen, but like I didn't know how it went down like, and I didn't know it was going to happen that quickly. Yeah. Like he literally opens the door and he gets murdered right away. Yeah. He had like three lines, you know? So yeah. for me to be, I was like, I was just in so much shock. I was like, shit, that was a intense mvp um my mvp is gonna go to um david yeah same with me i guess like he was the hero of the story yeah and i mean the story like in this particular moment the hero fails but yeah it's a very yeah i definitely the only thing i can't say is that like you know the fact that they couldn't figure him out that nobody could figure him out. Like, nobody could say, yo, That's this guy's true. really awkward. He's That's very so weird. True. He makes weird comments. Like, he looks at me weird. Like, no, nobody was questioning him at all. And that's the part that I'm like, guys, like, how? He, like, what, he's like a yeah. weirdo. What, what happened there? Yeah. Yeah. How did you miss that? Um, my, yeah, my MVP is also David. Regardless of whether or not he was able to book him, I think it was just really beautiful to see his entire story. LVP. My LVP, I'm going to say Andrew, as always. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no one really, really else to like choose, but I just, I really hate him. I really freaking hate yeah, him. Yeah, this episode made me I hate just him hate way him. more. Yeah, like he's disgusting and like, yeah. yeah. And like, that's the thing too, I guess, like even seeing in this episode, him knowing that he's now going to go see Lee, I'm just like, ugh, he's still going to go kill yeah, more people, dude. Yeah, like, what the hell? Um, and I, you know, I think like you were saying before too, I think it's like the scariest thought that there are these crazy ass people living in our world, like yeah. functioning, like they're functioning humans Terrifying. and they're legit psychopaths. Like how do they, how does this make sense? How does this happen? How do people, how do people get away with living like yeah, that? Like, yeah. No one books it. No one books it. It really makes you question your, like the people in your life. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm not joking. For sure. Um, my, uh, my LVP goes to the police because I feel like they really wasted a lot of time making a lot of negative presumptions about who David was and all like everything about like the situation that it slowed the case down a little bit. Yeah. And you know, I mean, I think that's what it is. It's either going to be Andrew or the police in terms of our at LVP's that point. Assistance. So when he goes to Chicago to kill uh, Lee. At that point, when they find his car on the road, they do link it to a homicide, right? Yeah, yeah. So by that point, I'm sure in wherever they were, just in this episode, they end up finding that he ended up killing David. Yeah, I guess they, they found must his know body by then, on right? The side of yeah. The road. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and then he just like pieces out and goes to, to see him in Chicago. Yeah, the, the best, best line. line. Um, I think my best line or my best scene kind of was when he was booking him in the diner and he was like, you're not, you're never going to stop. Like, you can't stop this. Yeah. I mean, it was right then too where I was like, David, you know this, so just leave. <laughs> just like, away. you know he's not going to stop. Just like, run away. Yeah, it's so true. Um, my best line was, and we didn't talk about it, but you just touched up on it, where the investigator's talking to the parents. Yeah. And he says, I know my son. And then the policeman says, I can say with certainty there's a great deal you don't know about your son. 
and mm-hmm. um it was it was also me just like seeing that the investigators think that they know all these things and it's just because exactly. they found like these things in his place you know what i mean it's just like how are you going to make all these presumptions that this guy is like this dangerous homicidal murderer if you don't really know the whole story you know you're just like assuming and you're you're not going to believe that the parents know their son better you know yeah so it just it kind of blew my mind seeing that whole sequence again well yeah because for for the investigator he's like oh he's like this guy for sure didn't come out to his dad you know like he's assuming that right like he already told his dad everything exactly so to see him be like no 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 you don't know anything about your son because your son's like a sex maniac and he's gay or whatever it's just like very undermining to see that yeah another huge moment was was when david was was crying in the beginning and he was like oh my god everyone's gonna find out like he like he didn't even care that they were gonna find out a dead body in his apartment he was like they're gonna find out who i am yeah they're gonna like be like oh it's the gay guy who's yeah i was like oh my god like that's that's like heavy really sad yeah like there's a dead body in your apartment (laughs) you're not even worried about that you're more worried about getting caught for being yeah 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 so that's the episode guys Um, it was really good um if you guys want to connect or let us know what you guys think about the season so far please make sure you connect with us on recap underscore rewind on twitter and instagram or you can connect with us on youtube and leave some comments on the video yeah and that's it guys that's it talk to you guys later bye Bye. talk to you guys later (laughs) stupid